0: into dragon ball super dope my name is kyle thank you for checking this out i'm joined today by my friend ray sean ray how you doing dude
1: i am doing great but i just noticed something and i don't know if this is something i just haven't noticed before but you wear glasses
0: i wear glasses yeah i'm blind as fuck oh that's crazy
1: man i'm blind too
0: Yeah. Anyway, cool. Four Eyes Club. Let's talk about Chapter eighty six of the Dragon Ball Super manga. I don't know why I just said it like that. Chapter eighty six. All out bout. You ever play uh, Dragon Ball GT Final Bout for PlayStation one when you were a kid? I
1: don't think I played that game.
0: Worst game ever. I forget that you're also substantially younger than I am, young buck. You know, so I guess you weren't really a PS one kid.
1: You probably a PS PS two kid.
0: Did you? But I can't even. I I think the
1: only game I remember having for it is like a boxing game.
0: Strange. Well, it was a very uh, rare Dragon Ball GT game that was, for some reason, brought to America by Bandai Namco. It's some like licensing anomaly that they were able to release it in the states. But uh, yeah, worst game ever. Anyway, Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. Only thing that's good about it: opening song, opening sequence, kick-ass song. I probably have to drop it in now. now i'll just let that layer in and post now i can start to tell you about chapter 86 dragon ball super all out about so when i recorded an episode late last week i put one out like friday morning or something like that i'd read through a complete summary uh before the actual chapter had dropped So I've already given a bunch of my thoughts on what this chapter was. I'm kind of just like relieved that the finish line is in sight and I'm ready to move on from this arc. And it seems we're just about there. So I'm not going to read through the entirety of the events like I did last week for the summary. If you want to hear what happens beat for beat in this chapter, go check out last week's episode. What I do want to talk about a little bit more is some things that I've kind of germinated on, thought about since last week. My fucking disgusted rant last week. And I don't want to ask Rayshawn some questions about what he thought about the chapter. So I'll just jump right in, man. Uh, this was like <laughs> <laughs> this chapter was frustrating to me because throughout the entirety of it, you get hints as to what Goku's going to do at the end of it. And it mostly comes in the way of Gas's giant hand and then his two giant hands and his giant feet. And I'm like, oh, man. Very strange that he shifted from using energy weapons to giant fists and feet. I wish Goku had something that could help him combat giant fists and feet. And it's just like, I don't know, man. What did you feel about Gas's change in tactics? Like, are you cool with this Like obvious foreshadowing of what's going to happen with Goku's retaliation? Or do you miss like the energy weapons? I kind of wish he stuck with the weapons.
1: See, when I when I initially saw that and then I saw his his like um his age, like his face and stuff looking like he was getting older, I thought it was more like his power was kind of like leaking out. So it's kind of more like his like so it's like he's been trying to manipulate that power less. I don't know how to explain it. So, it seemed,
0: to... so to you, it seemed less intentional. You thought it was more like not a conscious use of weapon weaponry, you know, giant fists or whatever, yeah. like some Miss Marvel shit. Did you watch Miss Marvel on Disney Plus? Yeah,
1: I've seen Miss Marvel. Yep.
0: So a lot of the imagery totally evokes Kamala Khan uh, energies, or, you know, pun fully intended. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toyota was a fucking Marvel stan, a hundred percent, but. He uses those, I think, consciously as weapons. But you thought it was just like his power is overflowing to the point where he's got all these giant energy fists around his actual fists because that's so much power he's got.
1: Yeah, because it was also something where it was like um, he was like my power is like leaking through my flesh, like it's so much that my um, I can't even hold it in my body no more. So So he says
0: something. I think it's uh, almost word for word for the translation. It's like I like I feel my very cells burning, like as power almost. And I yeah, think so that I was that like, was supposed to be, I'm I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be foreshadowing to he's burning through his power, meaning l- power lifespan. Like there's gonna come a point where he powers up so much that he's not gonna have any more cells left to burn, any more life left to burn, and he's gonna die. I have to imagine. So true, yeah. That's that, what I thought was gonna happen at is. least, and then that is that is not what happens at the end of this chapter but we'll, we'll get um, there at the end we'll get there at the end but uh, alright giant arms and legs I mean at least there's some kind of uh, purpose to it I guess I, I don't like yeah. the eventual payoff at the end Um, we'll get to the he we'll was the kicking
1: game. Goku's ass for a good minute
0: yeah he was uh, while Goku was holding him off uh, for Granola to charge up that double finger bang you know he definitely got cut up real bad like lots of sharp like barrage energy blasts, stuff like that um and then he
1: made that like tornado shit i'm like damn guys
0: concerned i was very concerned for our boy speaking of goku distracting for granola granola finally re-enters the battle in this chapter like i've been telling y'all yeah i mean i think we all expected him to come back is that see raishon does this thing where he'll the chapter will drop, and he'll be like, "I told you guys," but then won't tell
1: us what he
0: told us. Like, <laughs> Get here.
1: Well, no, dude. The other day you did this
0: shit. You're like, "I told you guys." We saw like drafts for the. Th- I told you. I'm like, what'd you tell us? Remind me, because we tell each other a bunch of crazy, <laughs> shitty ideas about Dragon Ball all the time on this podcast. I'm just like, yeah, I told you too, probably at a certain point or another. What'd you Damn, tell man. us?
1: I don't remember exactly day, but I probably did tell y'all because I'd be saying a lot of stuff. What? And then I he just remember back to
0: the fight, right? That's, that's oh, I knew. Oh,
1: I definitely knew that. Yeah, was we
0: all knew that was going to happen. I Man, what do you think it was going to stay passed out the rest of the arc? That'd have been actually. You, know, you really never funny. know. That would have been. I mean, like the most uh, perfect example of what this arc has been. Just drop plot threads continuously. It's like we all know Goku's going to get the win in the end somehow, right? So we just leave Granola passed out at home. It's fine. We don't need to. But he shows up, obviously, uh, kind of confusingly. Like he comes in and shoots a blast before Goku and Gas go at one another. Dashes at Goku. Alec is like, "Ooh, I'm gonna hire this guy. Yeah, you're working for us again, pal. Kill the Saiyans."
1: You notice know, Gas' facial expressions doing that. When I reread that, I I, I noticed like he was like kind of pissed off when he's saying, "Um, kind of like offering him his job back. Like, motherfucker, you see what I'm willing to do for you right now?" I am dying to be your muscle. And you're going to offer this person I hate job back? Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. I said it last week, man. Elek is an enterprising young businessman or old businessman, presumably. I don't know how old he is. But uh, he's always hedging his bats, man, so that he always comes out on top. Like, True. He makes his brother sacrifice the entirety of his lifespan, so he become powerful to take his revenge out on his enemies. And uh, also, you know, that enemy you were trying to get revenge on, he's my buddy now, too. You guys are a team. Go. Go fix my problems. He's a real piece of shit, man. I mean,
1: if, if that—if they did somehow team up on Goku, it was oh yeah, he was done. So, Grodolin makes his way back, though.
0: Confusingly, when he re-enters, and it's because he needs to tell Goku his plan, I get it. Just, I don't know. Hit gas with a big-ass blast, and then he's like, hey, Goku, distract him so I can charge up my big blast. Whatever, he doesn't. He tells Goku... I heard your father's voice come to me in a dream, and I'm like... I guess part of me thinks, uh, hopefully, because that's corny as fuck, right? That's that's so dumb. I'm thinking, like, isn't he passed out on the floor while they're listening to the recording of the Scouter and the memories? Yeah, okay. maybe
1: it's just like a loudspeaker, so you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: but he thinks it was a dream. Like, that's my new headcanon to try to get over how dumb this is.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm
0: because that's what i thought when i reread it today all right last week i was like
1: why do they keep telling me bardock's
0: involved just leave bardock alone and still i feel that way like just either you wrap bardock into this effectively or you don't and it's like you got to remind me through a weird line like that but i'm I'm insisting on believing
1: or it could be the wish that could be the wish right there what do you mean explain Remember the wish to make um he was like the wish that my sons would be um have I forgot what the wish was. You remember exactly to
0: be strong and whatever.
1: And prosperous or something. That could yeah. be the wish in effect to help Goku out.
0: I'm pretty sure the parameters of that wish and the time period it would have covered Goku for have long since passed, mainly because Raditz that motherfucker. He he got out of the planet Vegeta blast and he went on to have a long prosperous long, fifteen maybe twenty year prosperous career working with Vegeta and Nappa off world for Frieza cool. Then he shows up to Earth that he meets his brother finally, and not only does Raditz die that day, but so does Goku. I think right then and there, the effects of Bardock's wish are over and done with. Mm,
1: that's a, that's actually really interesting because I was gonna try to hit you with Karma, but Goku does die on the same day, so that is true.
0: I don't know. I guess I'm just tired of the Bardock stuff, but... Like...
1: Just, I like nice Bardock. I hate it. Rewritten Bardock. I like this Bardock. I like,
0: mean Bardock. But, like, maybe we'll get back to Bardock at the end of this, right? Because I got one, and-
1: thi- one thing about Bardock. Because I, cause I thought this his in his last iteration. Wasn't he a scientist?
0: Well, yes and no. Um oh okay maybe i didn't read you no know, it's it's very complicated man because like he's basically referenced one time in the manga sort of and then kind of referenced again in some filler anime stuff and then they go off and use that to make the story of Bardock like the television special mm. so a lot of the Bardock story from you know obviously before Dragon Ball Super, but back in Dragon Ball Z, a lot of that shit isn't any of Toriyama's at all for the most part, and that was a big, uh, you know, push for him for when he made Dragon Ball Super Broly. He's like, I'm gonna make Broly my own now. I'm gonna try to do the same thing with Bardock on the on the screen. He'd actually done it even previous to that with, um, what is it, Jocko the Galactic Patrolman, the. Okay. Flip side, I think, of his last chapter, like, the last half of it is a soft retelling of Goku getting sent to Earth and Bardock and Goku's mom, like, was revealed in that manga. That was the big thing when that happened. And then Dragon Ball Super goes and animates that. Um, but, yeah, old Bardock, man. Like, I think the scientist thing that you're talking about, I don't even think that was from the Japanese stuff. I think that actually might have been a dub translation from like funny back in the day and they were just Mm. like he's Japanese Superman right well you know Jarrell was a scientist I guess Bardock was probably a great (laughs) scientist too but like Toei obviously made him into like this savage brutal warrior who was basically a nobody among the Saiyans and that's the version of Bardock that I love so, whatever. Every time they try to bring Bardock back to me, or back into the story, I should say, not back to me. Like, Kyle, please take Bardock back. Nah, fuck that. It's not that. Every time they try to incorporate him more into the story, I'm just like, dude, please leave it alone. Like, You've touched <laughs> this character so many times since you've kind of, you know, a quote-unquote, kickstarted Dragon Ball again.
1: You know? It'd be cool if they tried to do something with his mom or something. Change it up a little bit.
0: I mean, if you want to give me a special of Gine and how she meets Bardock, sign me up. I'll watch that. But like at the end of it, she meets Bardock. And then, like, I don't know, that's the end. <laughs> like, I want to see her have like, some she epic becomes... fight
1: with Frieza or something. That'll do it. That's but a I guess idea. Cre- w- no, that makes no that sense. That wouldn't work in the timeline. I all. What I'm thinking. she would die.
0: <laughs> no, that's a bad idea. You got to stop uh, reading them fan fictions and shit, man. I got a few more questions for you. Okay, what's up? Manito? Worst fucking friend in the history of Dragon Ball. I'll tell you why. On the way to help gas right after Goku is fucking up a little bit. Or excuse me, after Goku's holding him off for Granola to be able to charge it up, you know? Manito steps in between Oil and Maki making their way to the battlefield and he just puts them to sleep with hypnosis right away. And he says, my only battle power, my only battle skill is hypnosis, thankfully. Thankfully. Dude, why were you so quick to bust out that fact right after you put these dudes to sleep and act like, you know, you could have been doing that a bunch? Like, theoretically, could that have worked on gas? Could that have worked on elect? Could that have worked on any of these dudes? No? What what, what made you just use it now?
1: That is one of the most interesting things. I was low-key thinking about that, too, because it's literally, it seemed like it'll almost work on anybody, because they they weren't scared to fight him, but so he just whipped that shit out of it. I wonder if there's, like, certain things you need for it to happen. Like, do you have to look at him or something? Or if it's like, a if Alec... He probably should be able to do it to Alec, but maybe one of them has to probably be too strong for it to work. That's what I'm probably thinking.
0: Here's what I'm thinking, man. Like, Oil and Maki are teased throughout the whole arc. Since Gas uh, unleashes his inner instinct or whatever, they quickly confirmed that they, too, can do that. So they can power up and fight, and they seem more than comfortable with the idea of doing it if they have to.
1: That's true, so I I mean, maybe it's not a power cap to it. You know
0: they're not just, like, random-ass pushovers. But Manitzo just put them to sleep real quick, robbed me of the opportunity to see them in action and do some cool shit outside of being goofy.
1: Well, he had he he had to put them to sleep in that moment because if they would have won that battlefield, it was over. Because I mean, Goku Vegeta was already done. I get it. They literally was holding on by like the, like the last bit of shoe.
0: What I'd rather have happened is that Goku doesn't get his ass knocked out, okay, and he doesn't have to get rescued by Vegeta because that's what happens afterwards. Monito stops these two clowns. Goku gets knocked out. Vegeta is then holding gas and telling Granola, "Finish charging your bullshit up."
1: Yeah, fuck I mean, I know, man!
0: Yeah. Why you gotta give me this kind of headache? You know what I mean? I hate Manito. He's the worst goddamn friend slash roommate slash Namekian I've ever dealt with in the experience that I've had in my whole life with Dragon Ball.
1: He went after the wrong, the wrong alien, in my opinion. You go after the the one that's pulling the strings. Because to me, I don't know. I bet you 50 after that. When this is over, Maki and the other one, they're be go- They're they're just followers. They're just following this whole plan. They're not masterminds. I just feel like once Alec died, you can leave those three alive and it probably wouldn't even be that big of a deal. Let's hope,
0: man. I honestly think that we're not going to see any of them die and they're all going to shuffle onto a spaceship at the end of this and fucking...
1: Oh, no, no. I think think we're going to see some deaths. I I hope. It's it's within the wish. Unless somebody has some power to change the the divine within that. It's within
0: the wish, yeah. But this has been nothing but drop plot threads the entire arc so if they seriously decide to drop that plot thread in uh, favor of Granola finding the power of friendship or like not seeking <laughs> revenge anymore like it wouldn't shock me and it lets them keep the characters around which I would have put all the money in the world that these two specifically Granola and Gas will be dead at the end of this but uh I guess not
1: hey I just don't. I can see them maybe getting No, they shouldn't be able to be revived either because the Dragon Balls only bring you back for, like, your remaining lifespan or something, unless they change that. Bro, that shit changes,
0: like, every other week. Who cares? I hope (laughs) nobody... Ideally, they either all get killed or they don't get killed at all. So I don't think we're gonna have to worry about the Dragon Balls wishing somebody back. Or maybe, you know, they don't drop Unless they bring somebody
1: back that can, like, change that wish. Like, weese, I guess. Somebody with more divine power or something.
0: Mm, I don't even think we would be able to do it. He's not a Demekian, but either way, what do you? Th- You've got some experience with the uh, with the Naruto. You know how to do a Naruto
1: run, Weeb. Mm-hmm. I love Naruto. I didn't like it when it was really big in school, though, so I missed out on running with my friends.
0: I'm just being a dick, man. Uh, I'm trying to intentionally mispronounce Naruto. I'm just not doing a very good job at it, but. Uh, the end of this chapter, Goku uh turns into what many of us have been calling how do you say this word? Is it Susano form? The giant <laughs> the energy? Susano? Susano? The, the Susano. Susano, okay. Thank you. It's a word that I've never had to say out loud until today, but I've read it a million times since the end of Susano the moral Goku. arc and now again this month. So Susano. Thank you. What do you I mean? I don't think you were doing podcasts with me when I did The End of Morrow. I could be wrong. I forget when we started doing this shit. But I think we did. Did we? I don't remember. Do you remember how you felt about this thing at the end of Moro? Do you remember what that was like
1: for you? I just think it's a cool little ability. So I guess, to me, it's more like key mastery, being able to use your key to, like, make a bodyoid of yourself. So, I mean, it's just showing his um mastery of key. so pretty cool I'll, I'll hopefully dragon ball doesn't turn into like big old fights now yeah
0: big like kaiju sized level shit i remember when i saw it in the moral arc i was firmly convinced i'm like this is like just a cool representation of what his energy looks like because he's so powerful right now like this is a metaphor of how much he's beating the shit out of Moro, but like also you know, he's like pushing down Moro, who's like fused with the earth and shit, and like all those really cool, gross shots of Moro. I dealt with it then. I was like, all right, whatever, like big giant shit. But I was thinking that it was just like not like a form, but like a visual representation of a technique. Well, I mean, Piccolo can or like grow big. Like a visual big. representation of overflowing power. Yeah, exactly. Piccolo can grow big. That's different than what I'm talking about. However, I do think it's interesting that moro ended with a giant goku dragon ball super superhero ended with a giant piccolo another granola arc is ending with a giant goku <laughs> 2022 is truly or i don't forget when when moro was but whatever the last year and a half two years has truly been like dragon ball super giant size edition oh because toyota is obsessed with marvel x-men giant size edition no Mm-hmm. I mean it's true. I feel like you can you see a lot
1: of his like influences through the manga.
0: Hundred percent, dude. Especially with like some of the new forms, and
1: uh, I think the last
0: stuff that he did with Dragon Ball AF, and it's like, yeah, very obvious.
1: It was the last chapter. I think it was last chapter. He he implemented a lot of like WWE wrestling moves. It was like the Iron Claw in there and everything. I was like, this is crazy. That's
0: pretty cool. Uh I don't know enough about wrestling to notice shit like that, so that's interesting to hear that because. Mm. Like, I'll pick up a Marvel stuff he does every month. It's like, I saw this in a Marvel thing last month, and so did he. So, <laughs> I think he's borrowing some inspiration, you know what I mean? But it's interesting you pick up the same shit with wrestling. Now, it's pretty cool. um My problem with the end tomorrow, like thinking how I thought about it, like it's a representation of energy, whatever it is, I was just like, we, we don't get any explanation. Like, when did he learn how to do this? What made this happen? Is this a thing that he learned on Yardrat? Because that arc revolved a lot around Vegeta going to Yardrat to learn his uh, key fission technique or whatever. Mm. So I was just kind of more annoyed with the end of it because literally almost zero explanation. And then I thought the end of this arc would be, obviously, Granola getting the win. It's his story for the most part. And Goku and Vegeta are learning some things about themselves along the way, but... I mean, I guess Granola technically did just get the win because Sasanu Goku throws him up in the goddamn... Like, off of the planet. Oatmeal, Granola, double team for the assist. uh, Assist each other, blah, 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 blah. Shoot him. He doesn't kill him. Like, I expected Granola to get the dub, you know? But I did not expect to see giant fucking Goku again. Like, I I wouldn't have bet this in a million years. Also, why? Also, if you're going to do it twice in a row, this time it seems a lot more like a desperation transformation like he's about to get killed by gas and something clicks in his eyes like just one panel of it and then he changes and the energy comes out of him almost like it's involuntary i like the way that it triggers in this one again i'm just surprised they went back to it and like are they gonna talk about what it is ever or am i just gonna have to fucking wonder and this thing's gonna show up like the at the end of the next arc as well is that how all of these arcs are going to end going forward fuck mastered ultra instinct we got giant goku now and then shit out every time
1: one thing i think was interesting i'm not for sure but i think his hair did change back to white in that form so it looked like it's something he has to be in his ultra instinct like full full, full thing and also it was doing like his movements too so he had to be awake to do like for to activate
0: yeah, if you look at the shot, there's like a good shot of Goku, like a regular size Goku, inside the boot of giant Goku, and he's like doing the moves that giant Goku are is doing. So mm-hmm. they're, they're certainly like, uh, I don't know, it's almost like an autonomous ultra instinct thing again, like they're just acting up like on them uh, all by themselves, you know what I mean? I, I'm not sure. I wish, I hope we get some sort of explanation on it. I'm not a I don't think I'm against it. Like I like Godzilla movies and shit like that. I like seeing big giant monsters
1: fight each other,
0: not necessarily big giant versions of the characters that I like that are human-sized, you know.
1: You know what I just thought of a good another good arc for Dragon Ball after this would be a, it would be if they can bring in some other ultra-instinct fighters to come and fight Goku oh then we'd get a great battle of those big ass motherfuckers and be like this is what happens when you actually master this shit and they like planet size well i mean that's
0: goku's edge at the tournament of power right is that he taps into it and nobody else knows how to or, or can or whatever but it's not impossible for other mortals to achieve there are four of the universes we did not see in the tournament of power who were too powerful or like didn't have to worry about getting eliminated because they were just upper echelon fucking universes. Maybe some of those people have Ultra Instinct in there. I don't know, because they keep going back and doing stupid shit like this and rehashing, like, the Ceruleans, because they're certainly not the fucking Sephurians, you know? Um, Speaking of Sephurians, Ceruleans, and the like, Granola learns the power of friendship. He's not going to kill the Saiyans, and he's not going to kill gas and just get the hell off my planet. What do you think the future looks like for, uh, for old Granola? What do you think the future holds for him if not death? Because I think there's a decent chance he, he,
1: he has to die, right? He's gonna die. Like he has to. I, I I just feel like it, it, it it's just he has to die within well, how his wish works and then how we see gas, gas is like dying in my opinion. I don't care what anyone's saying, he is dying. I, he just went from like he's super young to looking super old. Power is like he can't even control his power anymore. It looks kind of looks like now he's on he's down on the ground. What I'm thinking is basically, gas. I mean, not gas, but a granola. Got to the point where he's like, "Me killing them isn't going to really solve anything." Like, is, even though what they did is what they did, it's like, what what outcome am I going to get? It's not like my mother's going to come back. I've already did all this other stuff. It's like, what, what's going to happen? So it's like, I don't know. What's
0: the point? And he'll go out like a fucking king, not having killed anybody, but knowing full well that he totally could if he wanted.
1: Most most deaf oh
0: still needed a little bit
1: of the assist, but you know I
0: yeah. mean that's the one thing about Goku's new form here, right? Is that he goes from getting his ass absolutely whooped by gas, and then he's a giant version of himself and he literally manhandles him like it's absolutely nothing and throws him basically into <laughs> yeah. the atmosphere like how go? How powerful is Goku in that form, man?
1: <laughs> what I thought was interesting is because well, how Ellic tried to use um, Granola, like, oh, you power it up, but you won't be able to um, shoot it towards the ground and hit the planet, and Goku's like, what? Fuck that shit! Just <laughs> like, right. like,
0: quick thinking on Goku's part, yeah, I definitely thought that when I read it. I'm like, oh, alright, yeah, I'm sure they can't figure out a way to not shoot it directly at the planet, and sure enough, Dumbass Goku's the one who delivers on that
1: promise. Hell yeah. I guess they were like, you know, Goku has to have some reason why it did.
0: Yeah. Goku has to have some role in the actual win, which, yeah, of course, sure. But like, you couldn't have given Vegeta something cool to do outside of hug gas from behind while we <laughs> powered up for another 10 seconds. Christ. So, I don't know, maybe some dropped plot threads I'm not sure. I guess we still have to see the aftermath chapter next week when I assume the Hita gang will turn, and you know, uh, r- turn, tail, and run. Is that the phrase?
1: See, I, I still feel like Ellic is planning something, but I also feel like we kind of need another chapter to go a little bit back to for us to see what Granola was dreaming about this whole time so we can kind of get an understanding. of what, Like, if, if they wanted us to, to understand how he made that gymnastic change From like you know, let's not do revenge. Cause I know he kind of, they kind of broke it down before he kind of went to sleep. But I kind of want to see like what made him like you know what? I'm not gonna kill gas, even though these people were wanting to destroy you just a second ago.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it has something to do, and like I guess this is best case scenario for me at this point. I'm sure it'll have something to do with Bardock and how (laughs) it's gonna go to Bardock. How Bardock left Granola alive when he was a kid and how that, you know, allowed Granola to come up and eventually work with Goku, who was the only reason that he was able to defeat the heat gang and all this shit. Like, it's going to be like one of those because your dad spared me, I learned the power of mercy or whatever. And like, it's just another way to say Goku is just like his dad because Goku exercises mercy on his opponents all of the time. You know what I mean? True. Probably gonna be one of those.
1: Or if they want to make it good, they should have granola mom like, wake up, get up. <laughs> and like, and that'll be I think that'll be an epic scene. And he just wakes up after that. Oh, that'd be dope. See, I'm coming up with great ideas. Wait, are you trying to say that the granola arc was all a dream? <laughs> Not even like that. No, I'm just saying, like while he's on the ground and like everything's happening is like, a scene where it's, like, she's screaming to him while he's unconscious, and he just wakes up. She's dead, dude. But, I mean, he's on the planet. This is anime. Seems like something that fucking w- w- would work. I mean, Bardock, it comes back through fucking memory shots. Why can't she come back from, like, you know, all the dead? So, well, I don't even know what race
0: Oh, so, like, my mother's voice woke me up in a dream. Yeah, well... Either way, I don't think it matters. Musley is dead as fuck. So is Bardock, but Bardock's voice was recorded on a scanner that was playing in front of Granola's unconscious bodies. Okay. That's the reason. That's the facts. That's the headcanon. So says me. Okay. Um, drop plot threads. I mean, we'll see if Gas and Aleck, excuse me, Gas and Granola burn through the remainder of their power/slash lifespans. OG73 great kickoff point for this arc, and then we never hear from him again. I don't think Frieza's gonna show up. I do wonder if Alec had made a second wish, and what Alec's plan eventually, or like, backup plan, it seems like he had one, is going to be, but I... I, 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 I'm convinced like, he's gonna probably turn tail and run right away once gas is disposed of. He's gonna be like, I'm gonna get my brother out of here while I can, and I'm obviously in no position to fight these strong-ass motherfuckers. I'm out. Unless his wish did something but like that'd be a problem that they'd have to figure out in the narrative so i'm sure they'll be more than happy to just push it off and have him get on a spaceship and run away from their problems
1: well there's a few things i think that could happen i think one thing could be is gas been misled and not knowing he's gonna die so then like once he starts to realize that realize that that could be he can like kill um elec because of that seeing that as betrayal i like I that. Just, I just thought of that. I like that. Uh, um, Also, he could have wished for um, that one robot back. I keep, because that that robot was brought up in the beginning of this arc. OG-73, yeah. OG-73. And he could have wished for that back. And while Granola's already on the ground, I guess, almost in his most powerful state, he could come up and just touch him and absorb all that power.
0: Don't like that, because that elongates this arc, and I'm all sad with this bullshit. It needs to be (laughs) over. If
1: if 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 I was Alec, that that would be the best backup plan to have. Like, like if you were like really smart, that would be the best backup plan. But who knows? Because to me, I feel like we're starting to realize like the the siblings have more. They have more of affinity. They don't want Gas to die. So I feel like if Gas did die and they knew Alec knew he was going to die, I think that's going to be a problem too.
0: Imagine, dude, oil and Maki wake up from their fucking Menido nap and they're like, what do you mean? No, remember, they mean? ran
1: after Gas when he fell. Oh, yeah. That's they right. woke back up.
0: That's right. What do you mean you made a wish with the dragon uh, to, to like shorten his lifespan? Why didn't you tell any of us that? And we're going to, and then they unleash their instinct and gang up on Alec and fucking murder him as they watch their that... poor brother Gas die. That'd be interesting. I'll be into it. And then oil and Maki can join the crew. They seem fun. Bring them back to Earth. I'm sure they could make a fucking heel flip, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, they would need something to do because I don't know if I would just lead them out there. <laughs> you know what I mean, they probably sick. just go work for Frieza if they wanted, right? Be honest with. Oh, well, I guess Frieza still could come. I would love for Frieza to come out of nowhere and hit the finger beam. Like what? <laughs> I think that'd be so lit. Like we just turned around tried to run and then Frieza like on the ship. And like turn around, like, oh, so what? You've been waiting for me?
0: <laughs> I would kill for an ending like that. Freezer shows up, like, gas is like fucking all the, the vapors, like, coming up off him. He's all charred and shit from granola shot. He likes, like, well, I think we all know that. And then all of a sudden, like, a shadow rolls in. Frieza's giant ass spaceship and he hops out the top of it. He's like,
1: oh, ho, 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 ho.
0: And he just like finger bangs, elect to death. Finger bangs, oil, and maki, and gas all dead. that will be lit. He's like, I heard you guys had some shit to say. And by the way, <laughs> Goku and Vegeta, I see you're here. I know we haven't fucked around with each other in about a year's time, but uh, guess what I've been doing?
1: Training.
0: You thought four months was a rough time last time? Now I've been training for a full-on 12 months, and I got people beating me up left and right. Tagomo's a bitch. I got way more powerful training partners. Now I'm going to be the real emperor. I'm going to kill you guys. Go get the Super Dragon Balls.
1: And then we kick off a new arc. The thing is, I don't I don't think he would fight Goku and Vegeta. Because I don't think he's as powerful. Because they just literally fought the most powerful people in the universe. But I do think he would kill Alec if he knew Alec was going around trying to kill him. So I do think he would like sneak on there and do it. And like do that. Or if Alec did get off the planet and kill him. I just think having Frieza come out of nowhere and just like bang. And I think right. that would just be so lit. So...
0: So Goku's still in his Sasanu form, right? And he like just threw dude into the atmosphere. Granola hits him with the shock, assists from oatmeal. Elak's like, that's fine, cause my backup plan is Frieza's ship rolls in, right? Shadow overcasts Elac. But Frieza, you get a shot Frieza in his spaceship, and he looks out the window and he's like, Is that a giant fucking Goku? <laughs> uh All right, guys, this is going to be more of a drive-by type situation. (laughs) He finger bangs Alec out the window, yells, stop talking shit, and then he flies away because he doesn't want to fuck with giant Goku.
1: I would. I'd be like, you know what? Let me just save this fight. You know? (laughs) Because as soon as you fight Goku, it's it's, it's the fight to the death. So why why hasten that when you can go around trying to build up to that? Last time it
0: wasn't a fight to the death, man. Episode 94 is super when he goes to recruit him in hell, man. Oh, I love that I mean, he
1: was already dead. Yeah, but, you know,
0: <laughs> so it's like die again, die for real. So, hopefully, I'm thinking next chapter, we get the resolution here, whatever it may be. They run away, some people die, who knows. Dragon Ball Super, when they end an arc in the manga, they kind of do this weird thing sometimes where it'll feel at least like the chapter is separated into two halves, and, like, the first half is the end of this, and then the next arc is, like, or not the next arc, but like the next they half. They
1: all get together type of shit.
0: Yeah, finally, three weeks later, back on Earth, you know. And they're talking with Bulma at a barbecue at the Capsule Corp house or whatever. I hope, that's the best case scenario for me next month is that sort of scenario where we end 87 back on Earth.
1: I think we got two more chapters. I think there's going to be another, like, a little we interesting might. chapter. And then the next chapter is going end the end that. And then we're going to have the little, you know. Either full party or... It'd be interesting if they just try to jump straight into a new art, but I think that'd be too much. We kind of yeah, do yeah. need a... I think we need a slice of life chapter.
0: We need a break, bro. I need a break from granola. I also need a break from podcasting. I've been doing too many podcasts lately.
1: Well, I mean, that's your job. When you make it your... You're actually... Your way of earning cash is you're going to podcast...
0: You're not wrong, but this has been fun. Like, the recording part of it. Like, last week's episode, dude, I talked about Dragon Ball for, like, 20 minutes, and then I answered Instagram questions, and one of the Instagram questions was, like, advice on starting a podcast. And I went off on, like, a 20-minute rant about how to start a podcast, and I say this thing in there where I'm like, hey, man, sitting down with your buddies to record, that's so much fun. You're always gonna have a blast doing that, probably, if you're, like, you got comfortable on the microphone and all that stuff. But, like, editing? bro editing is not a very fun thing for most people you know like most people don't <laughs> okay. want to do it and like that's exactly what i'm hearing myself say in my brain right now as i see us hitting like the 40-ish minute mark so um i'm gonna wrap it up i'm gonna wrap it up right i feel it before we go dragon ball super superhero tickets went on sale uh this past was friday i think it was yesterday actually or What's no? It was today. Today we're recording this on Friday the twenty second. This you're probably hearing this early next week, whatever it is, Monday or Tuesday. Um, tickets are on sale though for local viewing, so check it out. Mm-hmm. There's some subs in there. I'm gonna go see both. I think I might go see Subbed first.
1: I wish they showed them together dubbed and subbed. That's how I usually watch anime.
0: What do you mean, like dubbed with the subtitles on? Hmm. Hey, I went to go see we talked about this before we started recording, but I went to go see Jordan Peele's new movie Nope last night. And the movie started and it had subtitles on. And everyone in the theater kind of had like the like it, it was such a weird collective thought. Everyone thought the same thing. It was like, are these subtitles part of the movie? And then they had the shifting thought of, "Oh, well, they're obviously like on for the whole thing." So, Maybe there's a deaf person in here. I don't know. Like hard of hearing person needs subtitles. That's strange. I've never been to a movie where that's actually happened, but I'm pretty sure they can do that. It must be have a deaf person here. So I get comfortable with the subtitles. I don't typically watch with subtitles on unless it's, you know, in a different language, but I get comfortable with them like 10 minutes in 20 minutes in the movie just fucking pauses. And I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? And some dude walks down the ramp. And he's like, attention, everybody. We're sorry about the subtitles. We're going to restart the movie and turn the subtitles off. And I was just like, what the fuck, man? So I like went out and refilled my Diet Coke, came back, and they rewound the movie five minutes and I hit play without subtitles. But um, I'm just hyped to see Dragon Ball Super Japanese in a fucking theater. Like, this is... Little Kid Kyle would be so psyched to know that I'm going to do that next month, dude. What?
1: I think this is a good movie for it, too, because especially with the action and stuff and the fight scenes. I feel All like right. it's going to look really good in the movie theaters. I hope they didn't lose any money because of that leak. Dude.
0: I don't know. It's that's, that's tough to say. Alright, it's almost definitely that they did lose some money, and you know why they probably lost money? Uh, one, they're going after people legally speaking now. Like Toei is going after people who leaked the film and people who like illegally cam recorded it and shit like that. That's one. Two, like I knew when they announced the animation st- uh, style change for this movie to CGI and like when they announced that it's not, even though Broly's in it, Broly's not really a focus of the movie. It's Gohan and Piccolo and Pan. CGI and not a movie about Broly, Goku, Vegeta after the Broly movie recipe for fucking disaster man I love the movie for what it was I thought it was a lot of fun but I know a lot of people watched it and they were like fuck this movie this was one of the worst Dragon Ball movies I've ever seen and another I mean statistically speaking it's the worst performing Dragon Ball movie in the box office in the last 25 years what does that really mean? it's the worst performing Dragon Ball movie in the last 9 years like like I don't know why that meme that was floating around a couple of weeks ago specifically said 25 years. I have to imagine it's because Dragon Ball movie 13, the Harudagarn Wrath of the Dragon, Dragon Fist explosion, that movie came out in 1997. It was like one of the last theatrical releases for Dragon Ball outside of Path to Power for the 10-year anniversary for the GT the following year. My point is, 97 starts this long fucking drought of no Dragon Ball movies until 2013 with Battle of Gods. So... People to go out and make a meme with a deceptive looking stat like that. It's like it's the worst performing movie of four movies. Of four movies. Like, say it for what it is. And by the way, it didn't even underperform by much, according to Japanese box office totals. Like, yes, it underperformed compared to the previous three. But the previous three were all made on like budgets of 10 million fucking apiece and like made in excess of 150 million. Like, I don't know, man.
1: You still have other aspects. You still have COVID and then you don't know what it's going to do internationally. So all that money can be made. I thought it was a really good movie though. That's crazy. People think it was that bad. It'd be like, it was horrible.
0: I'm pretty sure that I don't know, man, I haven't been keeping up on San Diego comic-con stuff. We're talking San Diego comic-con weekend right now. I haven't kept up with any of it. I know they have a bunch of Dragon Ball exhibits going on there. I've seen a bunch of photos on like Instagram from like the setting up over the week. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of big Dragon Ball statues and these big displays where you can like take pictures with, you know, life sized uh, characters and all the toys on display for upcoming lines, the figure arts and stuff like that. But they are previewing like the first 20 minutes of the movie dubbed this weekend. I think the panel might have been today. Maybe it's going on right now. Who knows? If not, it's tomorrow, Saturday. I'm not sure. But Chris Sabat will be there and Toshio Furukawa, who's the. Um, the voice for Piccolo in Japan, so...
1: I wonder how much money they make for this. You think they make about... You think Chris Sabat make about a million? For what? More than a million. To do, um, for these Dragon Ball movies. Uh,
0: Sabbath's not a good person to gauge it based off of, like, a voice actor performance because he is, like, the... Uh, I forget... The supervising director might be the title that he has. Basically, everything that gets dubbed for Dragon Ball sabbath handles all of it like in terms of the casting and like some of the script choices and things like that sabbath's like the most senior guy at Funimation in a lot of ways so oh um, shit yeah i I, I, i'm definitely wrong i'm definitely wrong on his title so yeah my point is he makes good money but like a guy like sean shemmel no joke dude when i met sean shemmel and i he had just come back from a break at a convention he had zero line I caught him while I had a buzz on and I chatted his ear off for about 15 minutes. He openly commented to me about how little money he makes being the voice of Goku. And that's why they have to do so many convention appearances to make this shit worth it to them. Because especially Funimation is notorious. Like, There's a reason that shit's not out in Hollywood and that it's based in Dallas, Texas. And that's to be able to avoid a lot of like the Hollywood uh, union laws and shit like that. When you do stuff for Funimation, I'm not talking any shit, this is all well-known fact, when you do stuff for Funimation, it's on a per-contract basis. You go in for an afternoon, and they pay you, you know, maybe a few hundred bucks for the day, or whatever. You know, whatever it is. It could vary based on experience, obviously, but like... So uh, you yeah. ain't
1: making no big bucks really doing no. you get acting.
0: paid like on a session-per-session session basis. You should ask John
1: Stimmick about how voice
0: actors get paid in your next conversation with him.
1: Yeah, most of Man, I thought I thought especially if you get like a a known character, you, you, you'd be big paid. But bro, nah, I'm sure not. sabbath's
0: out there killing it at conventions every week, making thousands and thousands of dollars every weekend as the voice of Vegeta and Piccolo and Yamcha and All Might and the. I, uh... I just feel
1: like that gets tiring after. Oh, uh, I guess that do make sense. They do voice multiple characters from multiple different series, so I guess yeah. if they. They were making money off of one person they wouldn't have to do that but.
0: well that's why it's so weird for Sean Shemmel it's like he has almost zero other, I mean he he's done other voice roles obviously but like his biggest ones Goku King Kai both within Dragon Ball and I believe it has something to do with this contract I don't know dude he talked to me a little more than I ever thought a voice actor would that day about how little money he makes it was uncomfortable but he also just <laughs> openly didn't give a fuck about me so whatever it, it is what it is but uh shemmel's kind of unique in that respect he also does one of the voices for ed ed and eddie i forget which one maybe ed i wonder
1: if that paid him more that'd be interesting
0: it, it honestly might have uh, as opposed to doing conscious <laughs> session work for funimation it honestly might have but you know they go out and do those conventions and sign shit for like 40 to 60 bucks a pop so they're if they see You know, a thousand people that week, you know, they walk in between five and ten grand depending on how much shit they sell or pictures they take or for assholes like me, how much little audio recordings they do. But you talk to on the flip side of Sean Schemmel is a person like Monaco Rial, friend of the show. Everyone doesn't like Monaco, blah, blah, blah. I love that bitch. She's the workingest uh, dub anime voice actor In the history of the world, second to one VA in Japan, whose name I do not know offhand, she is paying her bills by doing a million sessions all the time and doing some pretty big characters on a bunch of, you know, a couple dozen anime and then doing like little minor parts and a few other dozen anime. So like she's voiced characters on hundreds of shows over the years having a strategy like that where Shemmel's you know. Stuck to a few different roles. Sabat's career has taken the trajectory of I oversee the entire process of making this one show that I've been involved with for the last 25 years in America. So that's the you know trajectory. His career sort of gone. And yeah, those are the three main ones that I, uh, I'm familiar with, at least, I guess. This just took a completely different turn than I expected to go. Any more questions about voice actor, career, trajectory? Do you want to ask me or do you want to ask your boy John
1: Stemmick? Ah uh, yeah, let it's, it's, we we'll go ahead. Let's
0: end it. Yeah, talk to your boy John. Uh go check out Rayshawn's podcast, our Gap, the Sean Gatson anime podcast. He and I and Kelly are working on some stuff for September via Advice Pod. So stay tuned for more stuff on that. It'll be in its own feed. So I'm gonna need you guys to go support that shit early for me. Okay? Um, please, man. Please, we're having a blast recording them though. So that's the important part. And Hopefully it'll come across in the recordings like I feel like our test episodes did uh earlier this year but that's gonna do it Ray Sean I appreciate your time my friend I'll talk to you soon
1: Yeah before we go I wanted to I have a episode coming out another episode with John Stimmy coming out soon so I just wanted to shout that out Stay tuned guys
0: Yeah all I was right. hinting at it like I hinted at it like two or three times in the last 5 minutes but I'm glad you <laughs> tied it all together with the actual call to action so stay tuned go rate and subscribe <laughs> Check check out part one of the conversation. I've linked to it in past show notes of episodes here, but I'll I'll put the link in the show notes here again. Go check out part one of the conversation. He talks a lot about just what it's like being a voice actor. So if you've ever had any curiosity about that, it's a good conversation to check out. Uh, all right, that's gonna do it.
1: Giant Goku, it is all the rage. That works. I fucks with it.